Suggestions for Inclusive Language and Clinical Practice. Written for the Activist Practitioner, issue number four, Sanism, December 2020. Our editorial team came together for a discussion about how clinical language can advance sanist ideas and to consider some more humanising alternative terms. Some people will prefer some terms and some people will prefer others. These are our suggestions. In the future, we would like to create a living glossary that reflects how the meaning of these terms changes over time as they are used for different purposes. Mental illness is problematic because it taps into a biomedical worldview which can be pessimistic and paternalistic. Terms we think are better include mental distress, severe emotional distress, mental health, social and emotional well-being, psychological distress, mental health concerns. Patient. Person. Young person. Participant. Consumer. This taps into the history of health consumerism and people asserting that they want choice, control and human rights in their health services. For example, the right to a second opinion or alternative service. Client. People I work with. People I support. People who consult with me. People I share emotional bonds with. Someone I have big feels chats with. People who inspire me. Suicide. The word commit is about sin and crime. You can't shame someone into staying alive. Please also avoid successful and unsuccessful. Our preferred terms include died by suicide, took their own life, people who choose to end their life, feeling so hopeless, I want to die. Psychosis. Seeing and hearing things that other people don't. Non-consensus reality. Altered states. Voice hearing. Extreme states of mind. Unusual beliefs. Big feelings. Spiritual emergency. Drug abuser. We need to talk about drug use in non-moralistic ways. We think better alternatives are drug user, unhelpful substance use. Risk management. This implies that the person needs to be managed and controlled. We all take risks all the time. That's the price of admission in this life. Dignity of risk. Exploring the possible outcomes of choices together. For example, I'm worried that if you do X, something bad might happen. Acknowledging that risk is about making decisions about what matters to you and making informed choices from that. High functioning. It's not really that bad, is it? And low functioning. I don't see any hope for your recovery. I don't see your strengths. What is the person's assessment of what they need support with? What are the person's functional abilities? What are they able to do and what do they need support to be able to do? What supports will enable their participation in whatever they would like to do? Recovery. This term can feel invalidating to some people with the assumption that things are broken. Assuming that you can't have a good life without symptom elimination, that it's not a valid way to live. It assumes that we should all conform to particular ways of living. For example, making eye contact, having a job, having a monogamous relationship. 
It was originally used to refer to clinical reduction of symptoms. The consumer-survivor-ex-patient movement tried to reclaim the word and it was repurposed to talk about personal recovery. Some alternatives include meaningful life, big awesome life, contributing life, social, emotional and spiritual well-being, living in accordance with your own values. Borderline personality disorder. In many instances, this label pathologizes people who are survivors of trauma, oppression and sexual violence. We think better alternatives are big feelings, complex relational trauma, complex PTSD. You are listening to Suggestions for Inclusive Language and Clinical Practice, written by the editorial team of The Activist Practitioner in Issue 4, Sanism, December 2020. You can find the written version of this magazine at www.activistpractitioner.com. The magazine is free, and it always will be. However, if you are in a position to afford it and you have found the experience of engaging with this magazine valuable, then perhaps you could consider contributing, say, five or ten dollars to help us keep the magazine going. We're all volunteers except for the layout editor. You can pay Palace at activist.practitioner at gmail.com. That's A C T I V I S T dot P R A C T I T I O N E R at gmail.com. I'm Ruth Nelson, and the music and sound work is by Timothy Hay. Mm-hmm.